What up all you beautiful misfits and rejects out there. Thank you for joining me for episode 139 of Misfits and Rejects. In today's episode, I have a very special, unique guest on. I have Paige Wiley from Paige's Pearl Shop. Paige has this side hustle that absolutely blew my mind when I first discovered it. She has a nine to five. She's a single mother of two boys. And when she gets home from work, she puts her boys to bed and she jumps on Facebook Live and opens oysters for her audience that then has those pearls set in some kind of pre-ordered piece of jewelry. I mean, watching her live was just jaw-dropping because she's naturally gifted at what she does, but just the whole concept of she makes 30% commission on what she sells, and she doesn't even really think it's a good night unless she's grossing at about, you know, $1,000 to $2,000 a night. So you do the math on that, you know, she's pulling an extra three to $4,000 a month on her side hustle. And it's just such an interesting little niche for any of you out there who want to have a side hustle, you know, male or female, if you're into jewelry, this is something that I think is a very viable option for you. And Paige is somebody who can get you started. So if you feel like this is something you want to explore more, please check out Paige's Pearl Shop. Look her up, reach out to her. She's so sweet. She'd be more than happy to help you. And like I said, I just this, this episode for me was super special because I'd never heard of anything like this until I met Paige. And she did such a great job articulating her side hustle. And she really comes across as doing something that she loves. And again, like you can do this from anywhere. You can do this from the road as you're traveling around the world and making a very good living doing this. Only working, you know, two to four hours a night, you know, three days a week. So check her out, Paige's Pearl Shop. I highly recommend reaching out if you're interested in something like this. She will take you by the hand and show you the ropes. Another big announcement, Misfits and Rejects has reached a milestone in the lifespan of Misfits and Rejects. We are now at over 10,000 unique downloads a month, which is a huge accomplishment for me. I am so happy to announce that to you all. Thank you all for your support and love. I really, really appreciate you. If you're a first-time listener, it would mean the world to me if you pulled out your phone and hit the subscribe button, adding to that. That would just mean so much to me. And if you really like the message of Misfits and Rejects, you know, giving Misfits and Rejects a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you're listening to Misfits and Rejects on, and even leaving a comment. That would be so huge for me, and I would really appreciate it. So again, in today's episode, we have Paige Wiley talking about Paige's Pearl Shop. Sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners... A lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today I'm joined by Paige Wiley from Paige's Pearl Shop, somebody who I was introduced to recently from a gentleman who is running Laker Player Profiles on Instagram, Ryan Morgan. And uh, when he showed me what Paige was doing, I was just like, throwing back because I thought it was the coolest side hustle I'd ever seen. I'd never encountered anything like it. With that said, Paige, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm so good. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So stoked and excited for the audience to learn about this because it is the most unique thing I've ever seen. I'm assuming there's probably a niche out there. People are like, oh, like everyone does this. You didn't know about it. I've never even heard of this before. But can you describe to the audience what Paige's Pearl Shop is? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know what? There are a ton of people that know about it and even more people that don't know about it, which is why there's so much opportunity with it. But essentially, um, my shop is on Facebook and I go live to, and this is going to be a really simple way of putting it, but I go live to open up oysters, uh, freshwater cultured oysters. And my viewers and I basically experience opening the oyster and discovering the beautiful pearls that are inside. So um, I work for a pearl company. They have a catalog. They have um, settings ranging from uh, what bracelets, rings, necklaces, even keychains. And you would choose your setting. In the setting would be a pearl or two or maybe even three. And depending on how many pearls are in your setting is how many oysters you get to open with the purchase of that setting. Okay, cool. Now we're peeling back the layers of this. So basically, so you are you doing this every single day? Like you get home from your nine to five and you jump on Facebook Live and you start opening pearls? Is that what you do? Essentially, I go live three times a week. It could be more, it could be less. I am I work full time um, and I travel for my work. So um, if I'm up to it when I'm traveling out of state, I will bring my oysters with me and all of my live setup and I'll go actually what I I go live from my hotel room, actually, which is really fun because my viewers like to change up and it's kind of exciting just to see a different space. But yeah, I'll go live about three times a week and um, it's really casual. It, you just kind of pop on. My viewers range anywhere from, you know, 30 to 55 at any given time. And a lot of the people are actually just kind of silent viewers watching. And, um, and then I have like a base of regulars. And they bring in newbies and, um, yeah, we kind of just hang out and talk and discuss our lives and our day. And then we're opening oysters. This is so cool. I have so many questions about this. I mean, it's like <laughs> the silent weirdos in the background creep me out. It's like pearl porn for them. Like if they're just sitting there watching you do this, like what are they doing behind the scenes? Yes. But you open pearls that you are are buying from this company and opening and then making a commission off of – what you're selling. Can you, I guess I'm a little confused as to like, you have a following, it sounds like, and they pre-purchase these sort of jewel like rings that you place the pearls in that you then open. Can you describe the process to us, please? Yeah. Let me take it back a little bit. Um, so essentially when I first signed on a little over a year and a half ago, I purchased a starter kit and in that kit came some oysters. I basically put down a deposit for the oysters, meaning that if I were at any given point going to quit, I could return those and get that deposit back. But yeah, I get um, I got 40 oysters to start. And as soon as I shucked through those oysters, then I just pay shipping on however many more I want. So the company itself provides me with the oysters. Like I said, they are freshwater cultured um, from Southeast Asia. And um, they come to me. 10 per bag, vacuum sealed in water and rubbing alcohol. And um, if I need more, like I said, I just order some more. I pay for shipping on them. But as soon as I get them, then yes, a, a viewer would pre-order or my regulars are allowed to just pop on my live and say, I want to open because I have their card information on file. And as soon as we'd open, what my job at that point is, other than making it, you know, a fun experience, which is pretty easy to do when you're opening up these oysters. Um, but I, at that point, would ship off the pearls to the company. And um, the company has professional jewelers that are setting the pearls in the particular settings purchased. So it's a really professional um, quality jewelry. 
And I'm just in charge of the experience of discovering that pearl. And hopefully um, people are learning about the opportunity to do it and to watch it live. So a lot of people come to me and say, oh, gosh, I went to, you know, Disney World or Disneyland and I was able to do something like this. And the company itself that I've worked for, they have been doing it for over 30 years. And that's exactly what they were doing. They were starting it up just as house parties and um, even on the side of the, the road, just, hey, tourists, come over here and open an oyster and discover your pearl. Well, as soon as we had Facebook come up with the live feature, this just exploded. And there are many companies that do this all over the world now, live on Facebook. This particular one that I work for is only based out of the United States. But yeah, it just exploded with the Facebook Live feature. Interesting. So it sounds like you have to be very organized as you're opening up and you're reading the screen. Your viewers, obviously, are you're, they're going to get the pearls that came out of the oyster that they saw you open up, Correct. Right. Yeah. So like you have to be very organized and not mix and match by accident. So what do you have? Like, how do you organize your display behind the scenes to make sure that, you know, uh, Susan, who just purchased a jewel, some jewelry and is getting those three pearls that popped out of the oyster is going to go to the right person. So for me, it's really important to stay organized, especially when you are live, because people can reference that live video at any given point um, and essentially could call you out if you were to not be organized. So, um, For me, I have a plastic bag and I have an envelope. And on the envelope is where I write the person's name and the setting that they've purchased. And I'll even include the size of the pearl. Our pearls range anywhere from size six to eight or even more. Um, And then the color. And I also have what I call my, my pearl Bible. And this is a notebook that every single party, and a party is essentially when I go live. We call it a party. I don't really know why, but it's called a party when you go live. And um, each of my parties are highlighted with if there's a hostess or not, meaning somebody that has potentially brought in orders for the party and could gain um, and earn free jewelry, Um, and then a date. And then I just I keep it very organized as far as, okay, the first person to open, number one, and what's your name, and what is the setting and the price of that setting. And um, it corresponds to the pearl that goes in the plastic bag with the envelope that's highlighted with those as well. So, yeah, you definitely need to stay organized. Um, But another thing that's good about it is that I myself can reference my live videos if at any point I got confused or just needed to double check on an answer from a viewer. Hmm, Interesting. And I mean, this was something that you were passionate about prior to getting into this oyster business, correct? I mean, you've always kind of been into uh, precious stones and such things. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, I, in high school, uh, I've always been kind of a go-getter with work. I like to work. I like to stay busy. And in high school, I wanted to make money. I wanted to buy my computer and all these things, right? So um, there was a bead shop, B-E-A-D, not to be confused with beach. Um, And there were just strands and strands of pearls and, you know, amethyst and peridot and garnet and all these semi-precious stones. And they've, I've always just kind of, they're beautiful, they're organic and natural. I just, yeah, I've been fascinated by it forever. And I worked there all throughout high school. I did um, jobs on the side, repair jobs and um, wire wraps and knotting pearls into necklaces. And I don't know, it just, it kind of always has stuck with me. I've always worn white pearls in my ears. And as soon as I saw this lady on Facebook doing it, I just, I was just like, oh my gosh, like how much fun would it be to have your own oysters and and do this? And 
Um, it took a little bit of time. I was ordering from this particular woman for a few months and saw the jewelry come in. And I mean, people, they just get addicted to this. I know I did. And every single person, I mean, even if they're not ordering, it is a true addiction. Um, I think it's just the gamble of not knowing the color or the size. Um, these, these pearls are ranging anywhere from white and cream to purples and blacks and um, gold and silver. Like I said, lavender, pinks, peaches, all these different colors, these natural, beautiful colors. And you just don't know what you're going to get. And every person has their ideal pearl and, and will they discover that or will it be something else? And will they um, get twins? Some oysters have two pearls, sometimes even three, um, which is extremely rare, but it's just kind of that, um, the unknown. And, you know, when that beautiful rare color does pop up, people just go wild for it. I'm assuming all, every single oyster has a pearl, like guaranteed, right? You're never popping some open that's empty. You know what? Actually, I have popped a few open that are empty with any natural process. You're going to have, you know, an oyster that didn't gain that that irritant. So just kind of a little bit of information on how a pearl is, is formed is basically you've got your oyster and it a lot of people think that it's like a, a grain of sand and that was the irritant. And then that's kind of how the pearl was created. Normally, it's not a grain of sand, although it can be. Um, you're looking at an irritant, something along the lines like a parasite or um, something like that. And it's going to basically, the pearl itself takes that irritant and they just, um, they take layer upon layer of what we call a knacker and that's deposited layer upon layer for years. Um, and that forms the pearl. So if it didn't have that irritant, then no, you wouldn't have necessarily a pearl inside. Now, because these pearls are freshwater and cultured, 98% of the time you will have, you know, an irritant that was placed in there and that created that pearl naturally. But I definitely have opened a few that did not have a pearl inside. So then if it doesn't have a pearl inside, is the person who's watching like shit out of luck or do you just open another one? <laughs> no. no, no, we just open another one. It happens. I have to keep track of my, what we call oyster inventory. Um, that way they know that I'm not just shucking oysters and keeping the pearls on the side. Um, so I just make a simple note to, you know, my company saying, hey, I opened this and there wasn't anything inside. Just like if there were twins, um, I would make note that, hey, I opened this and there wasn't just one. There was two pearls inside. I see. So the, so the individual watching has already purchased the setting or the jewelry. Now, do they pay for the pearl as well or is that included in the price of the, the setting? Exactly. It is included. It's a free opening with the price of the setting. I see. And so the excitement is kind of like it's like winning the lottery, but with guaranteed instant gratification of some kind. Right, right. And just not knowing that color. I mean, people get they start to get very excited if they get a dark color or a lavender. Um, the whites are the most common. So while, you know, my favorite color actually is a white because it's traditional and I can kind of wear white with anything and be safe. A lot of people want those more rare colors um, like like the peacock blacks or the dark emerald greens or the lavenders. And um, yeah, it gets, people get very excited and I'll have people that order once and then order four months for months and months for me, because it's just, it's so much fun. It really is. It sounds kind of cheesy, but it is so much fun. What's the rarest color that you can come across? I think for me, the most rare color that I've ever found was what we call a cranberry. So while I would never say it's the color red, um, because these are natural colors we're talking about. 
Um, it's a very deep cranberry-like color, and it's kind of a known color um, with what I call my pearl family, which is, they're all my viewers, um, that is, this is just very rare. Um, a very deep kind of plummy cranberry color would be extremely rare to find. And over a year and a half, I've only opened two of those. So then like say the person, because they've already paid for the jewelry and they get the cranberry, does that increase the value of their uh, per, already purchased jewelry? Like to get you know, the really rare ones? It, I wouldn't be at liberty to confirm or deny that because I just, I don't, I don't know for sure. I know back in the day um, that they were kind of discussing the values based off of the size and the color of the pearl. And then they kind of stepped back and said, you know, maybe we're not in the right place to say whether that does or not. But what I would imagine is if somebody had a setting and they opened a white pearl and it was placed in that setting and someone, and then someone else had the same setting and they had a cranberry, I would imagine if both were placed on the internet to, to resell, that the cranberry would definitely be able to gain, gain more money with that purchase. Mm, I see. Interesting. So why, why, I mean, it sounds like you really just found your passion in life. And correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you have a lot more passions, but like, why don't you do this full time? Um, you know, um, I, I do definitely think pearls are a big passion for me. Um, creating experiences has always been a passion of mine in my day job. That's what I do. I create events for people. So I also love my day job so much. And, um, my night job is, a, it's just such like a positive realm for me. Um, the people that, like I mentioned, I've been calling them my Pearl family. These people, um, it's this true community of supportive people that not only come on and want to experience these openings, but they want to connect with other people. And they want to, um, the pay it forward movement within my shop has been such an amazing and inspirational thing to to see, I've never in a million years thought that this side business would be something that would kind of create, like I said, a community where people can come together and feel safe and get through a hard day or insomnia or whatever it might be. But really, these viewers are making these connections and they're, they're gifting to people that are either in need or just had a rough day. And it's just kind of this amazing, positive Thing to be a part of and kind of help facilitate. So for me, it's absolutely a passion. Um, one that if I was to go full time would take a tremendous amount of um, work and hours. And I'm just not sure working full time um, during the day that I could potentially do that just yet. But I'm growing and I've grown a lot over a year and a half. So nothing is impossible. That's for sure. And yeah, so like how many people are watching you do this? Like how, how many followers do you have? Um, right now, my followers on Facebook, I've got about 1,500, and then they also have what they call page likes, which is essentially if your followers have liked your page, I've got about 1,100. Um, and I would say, I mean, some of the consultants that work for the company have 10,000, and others have under 100. Um, it, it kind of just depends. Hmm. And what do you mean by gifting? Like how people come and it's like therapy for them. They're just gifting and it's like, what is it? Are they, they're giving these jewel, their jewelry away or what does that mean? Yeah, they're, they're gifting oyster openings. So like I said, they'll kind of make these connections and you get to, you get to know people, you know, like such and such is, is pregnant and having a baby and, um, 
you know, not to be a drag, but, you know, months later when we've all been discussing and then this person has a miscarriage and then um, they're part of that community. They're part of the family and somebody wants to gift um, the mother and child necklace or something along those lines. So, and that's just one example. I mean, someone recently, one of my viewers had just come out, um, they were going through chemo and, and had cancer and they just came out completely clean. And it was just kind of the celebratory moment with with everybody that knew this, this woman's struggle and what she'd been going through. And yeah, it's just kind of this gifting thing that happens. And it's, it's insane because I'll see somebody gift to a newer viewer and that viewer has never ordered. They probably aren't really in a position to order, but then two or three weeks goes by and that person is paying it forward and gifting to some other completely random person. And it's just, it's really amazing to see. And it, it constantly, like, it just reminds me that I want to be a part of something that's really positive like that. And it's inspired me to pay it forward many, many times to say, gosh, I, I have a means to, to do this and I need to do it more and look at kind of the ripple effect that this is having on so many people's lives. So this is so interesting. So the people are looking at their screen names, and do they even know these, each other's names, like by their first names? Or are they saying like, hey, I want to um, gift a pearl to like Pearl Watcher 23 right here. Uh, <laughs> sorry about uh, the miscarriage. Um, no, on Facebook, they don't really have, you don't have sign in names. You just have your name first and last normally. So you get to know people by when you're doing a live, you'll see the comments scrolling up the screen and you'll see their name and you'll see a very small thumbprint of their Facebook profile picture. So as you see people on your lives and commenting, you get familiar with the name and the profile picture. And that's just how people kind of get to know each other. And then on their own end, they're probably friending each other and sending messages to each other and kind of doing their own thing in that way too. And do you think they meet up? You think there's like pearl groups that meet up on weekends and like trade pearls <laughs> and like play with pearls and stuff like that? I don't I don't, I'm certain there could be, but Facebook is, is, um, you know, it's international. So the really, a really cool thing about Facebook is that, um, the people that are viewing me are, a lot of them are on the East coast and in Texas and the South. And I actually, the majority of my viewers are from the East coast and the South, which is funny because when I go live, I'm typically going live at seven 30 at night, which would be 10 30 on the East coast. And I'll go live normally anywhere from two and a half to four hours. So I have people that are literally laying in bed just saying, I've had a crappy day and I'm kind of having anxiety and I just want to hear you talk. And um, it, it's pretty crazy, like all different types of people. So I don't know if they're necessarily meeting up because, you know, one person's going to be in California, one person's going to be in on the East Coast, but they certainly create groups on Facebook. They talk about them. They share, you know, other Pearl Company lives. And, um, yeah, there, it is like hashtag, we call it hashtag Pearl family. It's a group of people that really know each other from my shop. Do you have any like stalker fans? Like, um, I mean, are these mostly <laughs> um, females that are following you or do there's a lot of males involved? There are mostly females. Um, like I said, I do have my silent watchers and I don't know who the, those people are. I, if I have 50 people that are watching me at any given time, there's probably 15 that are commenting. So there are a large chunk of people that I have no idea who they are or why they're watching me, but I will have people that place an order and I'll ask, Oh gosh, okay. 
we've got a newbie here. You're placing your order. How long have you been watching? And they'll often say it's been a few months and I just haven't commented. So I imagine most of them are interested in the process and potentially hoping to be able to purchase one day, but we do get our occasional trolls and, um, these people, they are just annoying. They're negative people. And they just, their whole, they just want to see you get irritated essentially. And yeah, they can be pretty inappropriate. So thank goodness for the block button on Facebook live because it's definitely utilized. And yeah. <laughs> really? So yeah, you have trolls. It's fascinating. What would they troll you about? Like you're not selling this right or you look ugly or like what, what are they? Oh, they'll make, they'll make comments anywhere from, inappropriate like male to female like you know nice tits or whatever it might be to like um just trying to ask about a couch that i'm selling on craigslist which i'm not selling a couch on craigslist but suddenly 15 to 50 people are blowing up my feed asking about a couch and i just don't what are you talking about a couch and it basically just overwhelms the comment feed so that i can't do my job which is look at and read comments and do the whole thing. So it's just an annoyance for the most part. I've definitely had trolls that come on and um, try and scare you. Like they've hacked your profile. They know where you live. It's a little bit of everything. It can be inappropriate. It can be scary and it can just be annoying. Man, it sounds like a Pearl Mafia or something like that. It's trying <laughs> to like push people out of the market. Yeah. I think they just don't have a whole lot to do with themselves, but who knows? So this is something that if you wanted to, you could hit the road with. I know you talked about being full-time at this was not is not really what you want to do. But as far as like a location-independent lifestyle, could somebody do this from anywhere in the world? Absolutely. Um, as far as with Pearl Companies, yes. With the particular one that I work for, um, it's only in the United States. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be able to ship outside of the U.S. and or if I was outside, ship into the U.S. But, yeah, there are companies all over that do it from Facebook, um, all different types of qualities. Um, some companies dye their pearls to have really crazy colors. Some do not. It just kind of is the viewer's preference of what they like. But there's a ton. I mean, you go on Facebook and you Google live pearl parties and you're going to find a lot of live pearl parties. Oh, now, dyeing pearls, wouldn't that be kind of cheating? Um, it all depends on what you're looking for. People love the, the dyed color pearls. So, I mean, yeah, if you if you want a bright neon pink pearl, I mean, it's kind of like wine. Like, if it's cheap or not, if you like it, that's what you like. Um, with this company, it, it's all natural colors. So, um, again, it is cultured, meaning it's, it's an irritant is placed into that oyster. So you're pretty much guaranteed you will have a pearl. But, yeah, you're not going to find the neon greens and yellows and blues with, with us, but potentially other companies, absolutely. And, again, it's just to each their own. And, and yes, absolutely, you can make a living. Um, the commissions are more than worth it. Um, you also have the chance to recruit and have people beneath you that are able to um, – and, and you kind of you commission off of them eventually too. So, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity with that. Can you talk a little bit more in detail about the commissions? I mean, it's sort of starting yeah. to sound like it's like a multi-level marketing kind of structure. Is that accurate? So, as a regular um, salesperson for this company, I make 25% off of sales. Um, my average party, um, I'm probably going to not be happy if I have less than a thousand dollars. For my party and the highest party I've ever had was 3,200. So on average, I'm looking around 16 to 1,700 a party. 
that, that um, that's money that you make off of your commissions. Sorry, no, that's the sales. So total sales, so, gross sales, and then you make thirty percent mm-hmm. on top of that, or twenty five. I make twenty five on top of well, as a regular salesperson, I make twenty five. Now that I've recruited and I have people underneath me, I've bumped up to twenty nine percent, and then I also get four percent off of my recruits. Wow, that's so cool. I mean, yeah, that's if that's and you're doing max four hours a night. You're saying, yeah, yep. That's an amazing living. Like that's a fully viable living on the road. Like that's yeah, great it's a money. huge. I mean, I'm doing about fifteen thousand dollars in sales a month. Um, my highest month was January, and that was twenty one thousand. So you do the math. I mean, it's a big. It helps a lot paying the bills, and yeah, it's a big. Um, it's a big deal when you consider, you know, working full time and then um, some, doing something that you love and that is creating positive um, environments for people. I mean, it's really just a win all around for me. Yeah. I mean, congratulations. This is such a cool little find meeting you and hearing about this experience. Like I, I, when I first saw what you were doing, one, you're great at it. So, I mean, I think that probably helps having, you know, such a nice, pleasant voice personality wise. You're very, uh, exciting to listen to. Um, what I would imagine, like if somebody else tried to jump in, not everyone's going to have the same charisma. Does that come across your plate when you have new recruits saying like, Oh, I just don't quite have the same sort of salesmanship that you do. Or do you train them? You know, I definitely try to train them. And yeah, everybody is different. Um, one thing I didn't know that I was good at was going live. Um, the first time I ever went live, I had like red hives. I took a shot of tequila before because I was so nervous. I was just, I was overwhelmed. Um, and I think that's natural. And I, I just didn't really understand who I was going to be when I was live. So I think I lucked out in the sense that I, I feel confident and fairly natural with it. But yeah, there are some people um, that you, you do have to mentor and coach a little bit more. I think important, most importantly, especially when you begin and you're slower and you're trying to gain your viewers. I mean, there were times in the very beginning where I was literally live and I had zero viewers. And I'm already sitting in a room by myself talking to my phone. So viewers or not, it takes a little bit of time to get comfortable with the idea that you're literally just sitting in a room by yourself talking to your phone. So when it kind of happened that there was more people than, and and they were watching, it was a little bit crazy for me to kind of consider that now I have, you know, 50 people rather than just zero. Um, and then you start to get overwhelmed when you have a hundred because you have, oh my gosh, like what are these people doing and what are they're they're watching me and um, who who are these people and it's it's funny because when you have none you're overwhelmed and when you have 150 you're overwhelmed but yeah it's it's fun regardless just you want to stay busy and and talking and engaging and excited excited and I think people just naturally they'll come if they like you. Yeah, it's interesting. You bring up a really good point. I'm glad you brought it up with um, with this what you're using to actually capture this live feed. So you're just literally setting your phone on your desk. Do you have any like lighting around you, like special lighting to like make you look different or like? I you- do. Yeah, I have like a big. I don't even know the name of it, but it's this big square light that just really helps. It's a natural light color because what I found was if you have if you don't have a natural light bulb then your pearl colors aren't going to look, you won't be able to recognize the color because that yellow color in your bulb is going to change what it looks like. So when you have a natural color light bulb, it really helps to notice that, oh, this isn't actually a white pearl. It's a light pink pearl. Um, So that helps a lot. 
And then I have a, a large tripod that my phone is placed on and it's easily accessible. I have a little camera lens that I'll put over my phone when I'm showing the pearl up close. We call it pearl vision. Um, and that just kind of focuses in on the pearl itself so that the, the purchase viewer can see their pearl up close, take a screenshot of it, um, and just really get an idea of the color. Now, when you joined the company, did they kind of walk you through those steps? Oh, we should probably, you know, that they recommend getting that natural light and then doing pearl vision with that, or that did you come up with all that on your own? A lot of it um, was just kind of you learn how to how to do it. And, um, you know, I certainly, the person that recruited me, which is the person I watched for months before I even purchased, um, I, I took a lot of what she did. She was she's very successful too. And um, so I could definitely kind of say, Oh gosh, I I like this. I don't like this. This is what I'm going to do and not do. But a lot of it just kind of happened naturally over time. I had no idea that I would need that natural light and no one ever told me that, but certainly you figure it out quickly when you, you know, quote somebody a peach pearl and then the next day in sunlight, it's not peach. So you quickly realize kind of what you need to do to have the most success with your company and be able to provide the most genuine and, and honest experience for your viewers. Of course, of course. And I'm just thinking, though, you know, for somebody who does want to take this on the road with them, um, could you maybe break down the simplest sort of setup to maybe give them the best uh, perceived views or like how they could look the best when they're in a hotel room, say, in like uh, Turkey while they're trying to sell pearls? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really simple. I always have a catalog handy. Obviously, I've got my cell phone, which is where I go live. And then I have my laptop on the side. The reason it's important to have my laptop on the side is because I need to be able to access Facebook. I want to be able to share to my personal page. I want to be able to share my my live to other groups where people would be interested. That allows my viewers to get higher and hopefully more purchasers coming on. Um, The lighting is important, but it's not a it's not a um, deal breaker, but the tripod, the pearl vision lens is going to be really important. And then I always have a little dish with white salt in it. And this is where I place my pearls because again, if you were to hold up a peach pearl in your hand, it might look peach, but when you put it on white salt, it might look pink or you might, you know, pull out a white pearl in your hand. And as soon as you put it on the white salt, you're going to notice, gosh, that's not white. It's actually light pink. So it's important to have something to show people the true color if you don't have that good lighting. But really, I would say the tripod, a little bit like a small little light if you have it. And then otherwise, it's your personality and it's you, you know, you're selling yourself and your brand and, and the experience of your viewers. And so you want to be excited. And, and honestly, it's so easy to get excited when you open up an oyster and there's a cool pearl. It's like people love to see you react, react to that. They want to see you get excited. They want to see when you're overwhelmed by a really cool discovery. And it's easy to do when you love the pearls and the product itself. So it is so cool. So cool. Um, just, and I don't mean to get too personal with you, but if you wouldn't mind sharing with the audience, like your situation right now, like I'm under the impression you're, you're a mother of two, a single mother of two kind of doing yep. this, doing yeah. this, like obviously for your children. Yeah. So, um, when I realized that, uh, I was going to be a single mom, it was definitely one of those moments where you're like, gosh, um, how am I going to afford this? I, I, there's no way I cannot be a single parent at this point, but how do you afford it? And that's kind of when I think my wheel started turning and thinking, gosh, this is such a flexible thing to be able to do. I can do it once a month or I can do it five times a week. It's just up to me. Um, and so, yeah, being a full-time 
day worker, traveling for work. I have two small toddlers and, and I'm single and, and just trying to survive. So this was a huge opportunity for me to be able to pay my bills, keep my house, um, and, and feel like not completely overwhelmed in the middle of a divorce, if that makes sense. So it's been amazing. It really has. No, it's cute. One, one show that I happened to see your, I think it was one of your children came in or, or yelled for you and you got up and you went and you dealt with the kids because you put them to bed obviously before you start this. And then like you came back and you went back to the show and like, it seems like it's that flexible. Like obviously nobody's upset that you had to go deal with your child. They were patiently waiting for you to come back and open pearls and nobody was, you didn't have any trolls. Did you after that? No, 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 no. And honestly, I really hate to, you know, ever leave the live because obviously if someone's just popping on quickly, all they see is a chair and they're wondering, what am I looking at? You know, but yeah, when my kids are screaming and I think the most recent time was there was a spider in the room. So I'm going upstairs and I'm like having to fend off this spider while I'm, you know, live downstairs in my guest bedroom. So it can get a little overwhelming, but thankfully my kids are, they're easily put back to bed and my Pearl family 100% understands. And they're always the ones kind of encouraging me, go, go, if you hear them, just go really fast. Cause I'm always hesitant to, to leave, but no, it's very um, flexible. You actually are not allowed to, they do have r- rules. You are not allowed to have your children be heard or seen on their lives. And that's just for their, their own protection. Like I said, we do have trolls and you know, nobody needs to see my children. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's pretty flexible in, in what you can do and, and how you do it. Wow, what a hero. You're such an inspiration. This is the coolest story ever. I mean, do you ever think that you're going to, uh, I mean, as time goes on, your kids get older, you want to maybe take them on some vacations? You know, say you take them for three weeks to Europe, would you think you'll be doing this on the road as well, or you'll just have money saved? Um, You know, I, I definitely, right now, it's just something that makes me so happy. I want to continue to do it. And, you know, I'm supposed to go out of town for a week this summer. And I've already told like my Pearl family, like I'm going to go live and I'm going to show you guys around. And I think that right now I'm invested in, you know, this community that I've created and, and the growth of something that's really paying off, not only positively mentally, but also financially. And so, I mean, I'm going to do this until I don't want to do it anymore. And, um, I think that's, what's going to make it successful because if I wasn't enjoying myself, I'm certain that that would translate to my viewers and, um, I, I certainly enjoy myself. So <laughs> 100%, 100%. So yeah, let's talk to the audience right now because it sounds like if, if there's an audience member out there listening who wants to, who likes jewels and likes this kind of thing and wants to have a side hustle, they could actually probably come to you pages Pearl shop and you could basically sign them up through already what you're doing and kind of mentor them along. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Recruiting is open right now. It has been for a little while. Once in a while they'll close it because, um, it was just growing. The business was growing so quickly with, like I said, the Facebook live feature coming on that they just couldn't handle it all so much, but it has been open for a few months now. And I actually just recruited two people in the last two weeks. So I'm always taking on recruits or asking or excuse me, answering questions for people. And I want to grow my team. It's fun. And I, I think that if I can do it and, and really, you know, in such a positive way to affect my life, then I would love to have that for other people too. That's awesome. Well, yeah, listeners out there, if you like what you hear, please reach out to Paige at Paige's Pearl Shop, and she will hook you up. Paige, before you go, I'd like to ask all my guests this one question. If you could talk to one audience member out there who's looking to move forward in their life, start a side hustle, just take that first step into the unknown, 
to do something they, they're not quite comfortable doing, but they know they need to do it, what would you say to them? Oh my gosh. I would say that nothing is going to pay off, um, without taking a chance and feeling challenged. Um, so just don't be afraid to take that step and don't be afraid to ask the people around you to support you. I know for me, um, in the very beginning, like I said, I had no viewers. I literally, I went to all of my friends and all my family members and I said, this is what I'm doing. You need to support me. And uh, so just don't be afraid to do that, you know? Um, and, and don't be afraid for, for the challenge of it. Beautifully said Paige. Thank you so much for coming on Paige's Pearl shop. Check her out. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Wow, Paige, thank you so much. That was amazing. Again, you could just hear my enthusiasm throughout the whole episode and just how incredible it was just to learn about this side hustle that obviously you love so much and you're making a very good extra bit of money every month to support you and your boys. Congratulations. You're a huge inspiration to me, and I know the audience got a lot out of this episode. Please remember, if you're a first-time listener, hit that subscribe button. Rating and commenting on Misfits and Rejects is always welcome. I really appreciate that. Five-star ratings, obviously, are something I'm shooting for. I hope I'm delivering that kind of quality to you in these episodes, not only with the content that I am bringing with the, you know, the individuals I interview, but the sound quality. I'm definitely trying to up my game, make this sound quality even better every single episode. And if you want to take your support to the next level of Misfits and Rejects, you know, I am on Patreon. Misfits and Rejects you can find on Patreon, which is a platform that allows the fans of Misfits and Rejects to donate a monthly donation, whatever you want. You know, I have fans who are donating $5. I have fans who are donating $25. It's really up to you. It's all appreciated, obviously. Nothing is expected, but if you are somebody who likes to support this kind of art of podcasting, you can do that through Patreon. It's Misfits and Rejects at Patreon. And again, it's just a huge help to me, keeps this going, and it would mean a lot to me. So thank you again. I think you all are still very, very beautiful. I hope these episodes are inspiring you to take that first step, maybe start a side hustle, get out there, start designing that life in the way you've always wanted. And stay tuned because I have a lot more great entrepreneurs, great adventures, great expats coming your way in the next episodes. And until then, enjoy your week, and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspires you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that... I interview, inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it, it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.